Welcome on in to the Burning Leaf podcast with myself, Thomas, and my two co-hosts, Tom and Russo. This is the first for us, but really, honestly, it's like a third time for us doing a draft. But for the first time, we will be doing an Olympic hockey draft. So the Beijing Olympics, I believe, start this Friday, so tomorrow. And hockey doesn't start for another five days for the men's. I know that for sure. But we're going to be doing a fantasy draft for that tournament because uh, we're bored. I mean, there's nothing really else to do. Uh, we thought the NHL players were going to go to the Olympics. Fortunately, they're not. So we're going to pick a bunch of randoms, and it's even ground for everyone. Um, but before we get into that and all the draft stuff for the Olympics, we have some NHL news to talk about. Um, we have a spanking to talk about. Sorry, a massive spanking in the NHL to talk about. I'll throw to my Leafs co-host here, Tom, and you tell us about that spanking. Did you watch both games? How did you feel? Um, is this too high to kind of see what the Leafs are or just New Jersey was terrible? Oh, that's a good question. Also, I'm going to counter with that wasn't as bad of a spanking as I think we're all thinking it was. <laughs> I, I have a theory on spankings, okay. and I'll get to that in a bit, but and it wasn't as bad as what the Flames did to the Blues and the Blue Jackets last week. So. Yeah. Also, <laughs> like, my good friend, he's a Devils fan. This poor dude had tickets to the first game, couldn't go uh, because of the restrictions. Probably worked out in his favor. Yeah. I'm being honest. I, don't, I wouldn't want to be a Devils fan right now. And they have a whole lack of injuries, whether that's Dougie Hamilton. They had a string of three players break their face from a puck hitting it in a week. It was Hamilton, maybe Jesper Bratt had it. I forget who the other one was. Uh, and just all the other injuries that they've had, all the COVID time that they've had. Mm-hmm. Like Mackenzie Blackwood, this dude like out with a heel injury. How do you hurt your heel? And you can't play with a heel injury. That's the thing. You cannot. What is a heel injury? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Like an Achilles? Like, I don't know what's down there. That's an ankle. Uh, but the poor Devils, they, this is, I think, s- seven straight losses. They have one win in their last ten. Uh, and they're not very good. But on the other side, the Leafs showed up for the final four periods of the back-to-back. I thought they were able to... They didn't look very good in the first two periods against New Jersey. Uh, New Jersey's historically bad in the second period. And in the first game, the Leafs did not make them look bad in the second. I think New Jersey actually came out ahead. Uh, they had a funny stat, and I've never seen a graphic made for just how bad a team is in a certain period. Mm-hmm. And they made one, and it was they were minus 22 goal differential in the second period. We're 40 games in. Mm-hmm. That's, that is abysmal. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, and I don't know about you. Like, wh- what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, like, no. I just, are they I, that good? The yeah, Leafs? no. They, they actually play pretty good, and they capitalize on most of their high danger chances, which is something that we haven't been able to say for a while. But obviously, that helps with a – like a fourth string AHL goalie. Like, I don't even know his name. I think it's Schmied or something. Anton Schmied. Shm- is it Anton? I thought it was a I, I have no Akeel clue. Schmied, USHL goalie of the year, <laughs> has 17 games of pro experience ish. And, and two of them were against the Leafs on a back to back. So it doesn't yes. help that it's the Maple Leafs that can score. And it, we're seeing it happen now. Like, we're seeing the outburst. 
But I also do think the New Jersey Devils played awful, like top to bottom, any player. I know Jack Hughes was scoring. He was getting assists. He was dangling Justin Hall for that matter. But they just they just need to get pucks in the net, and they weren't doing that on a shaky Jack Campbell. Uh, in the first game that got pulled, Mrazek went in, and then the second game he looked good. But you're going to look good when you only face a number of high danger, danger shots against the Devils, right? And then in the group chat I was talking – and our fantasy group chat, Russo, I was talking about how they're horribly defensively. And then they went oh, yeah. on to do that Damon Severson play we all talked about. <laughs> and then they went on to lose 7-1 the next night with a horrible defensive uh, display. I don't know if that's coaching. I don't know if that's the personnel they have out there. But I, I thought that things were looking a bit brighter for this team. Uh, we were wrong, I guess, right? Russo, you can talk about that. You were high on that. Well, well like, Russo, yeah. you're the biggest Jack Hughes fan and this dude had six turnovers in a single shift which I also yeah, no, don't know I, who was tracking turnovers in that New Jersey game they had four in the first period <laughs> they had like four a shift but yeah no I, I, I think being without Hamilton is it's a massive blow very clearly Subban isn't the defenseman he once was Severson's good but putting him in like a top two role. He's more suited as like a number three, number four. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Is that the worst two-on-one we've ever, <laughs> ever seen played in the history of the NHL? No. Because uh. <laughs> Severson did it worse before against the Leafs. That was, that was like the like, – like, I guess he just didn't see that Mikheyev was behind him. And mm-hmm. he was like, okay, I'm going to try and take away the pass, but Mikheyev was already gone. I was like, okay, but – I don't know. It's every year for the past like three years, I've said, okay, this is the year the Devils are going to be better. This is the year the Devils are going to be better. This is the year the Devils are going to be better. And they just haven't gotten better. Jack mm-hmm. Hughes has looked fantastic. I don't think any of us can disagree on that. Jesper Bratt's been great. Thomas is really high on him. Um, when Hamilton's played, he's been great. Um, but other than that, they're not really getting the production that they need. He sure has been fine, but they need him to be better than the, than the 24 points in 39 games he has, mm. you know, right. <clears throat> but that's also um, too like the devils are still so young. I think we kind of forget this. Like last year they finished yeah. the season and with one player over the age of 21, I think Nico would that have been was probably Nico. Yeah. And it was Andreas Johnson who was, yeah. Who is twenty nine? I think. Like they're he's twenty seven. Yeah, no, they're yeah, exactly. Um, but at some point, I think you need to see guys taking steps in the right directions. Jack Hughes has done that this year, and again, I don't think we can argue that. But I, it, I also think it's they played a really good team. The Leafs are a very good team. Mm-hmm. We've seen that this over the course of this year, and. Matthews and Marner are on absolute fire. Matthews looks like he never he's probably never gonna stop scoring. Like he might score a goal every game for the rest of the year. That's how good he's looked. Marner, since coming back from COVID protocols, looked great. And I've been hard on him. Yeah, because yeah, he was have. at like barely above a point or half a point per game for the longest time. Yeah. yeah. And he and what what is he scored in eight straight or some shit? Seven, since he seven. came back? Seven. He has yeah, so, eight and seven, I think. Yeah, and like like I said, they played a good team, and the Devils are clearly not. They're not strong, and they're missing some key guys. They're missing their starting goalie. They're missing their number one defenseman. 
it, it's a it's a tough go right now for the Devils, and I think at some point the excuse of they're young, yeah, that's yeah, has to kind of stop, and it's maybe the personnel isn't there. Like outside of Hughes, like who's an untouchable in that Devils team? Nico. What, what is he though? If if someone came to you and offered you a massive package for Nico Heischer, tell me you'd say no. <laughs> yeah, no, I take that. Like Hamilton, he's a good he's he's a good second line center. Yeah, which is exactly but, what his but they role need, will be. But they need him to be like a one A one B with Jack. Yeah, I see and that. That's what they need him to be. That's what they drafted him to be, right? So, I don't know. It, it, I'm going to stop betting on the Devils to, like, make the playoffs until they actually do. It's also hard because part of that's, like, the Devils are on the up and up. You know, I see Pittsburgh or Washington falling out this year. You always say that. Great. Who's, like, two or three in that division right now? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's hard when it's, like, yeah – I think they could do something this year. And it's just Sidney Crosby, Alexander Ovechkin every year. The Rangers got good out of nowhere, which if I'm also well. Devils, I got to be a little <laughs> bit upset that they were able to rebuild quicker than I was, given the rivalry there. Although mm-hmm. being handed Panarin and Fox is, you know. That well, also, well, also that having helps. Igor Shesterkin playing out of his mind. Yeah. Like, the dude is still a nine. We recorded over a week ago. He is still a 9.37 today. <laughs> like ridiculous. And he's played games. <laughs> that game against the Panthers, I don't know if you guys watched it. He was yeah. insane. Yeah, He was yeah. nuts. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Speaking of the Rangers, like really quick, hey, keep playing Alexi Lafreniere on the top line. Yeah, keep doing that. Good job, guys. It's almost like when you play like a really talented player, yeah. like good players, hmm. he's actually good. You wonder why. Sam Better Ben, a with... perfect example. <laughs> <laughs> I don't – yeah, I guess – um, but it's like, but it's like, who was he playing with? Like, most of the year was like Dryden Hunt, Barkley Goodrow. Like, dude, yeah. like, play him with like good players. And now he's producing. And, and like, and Gerard Glenn's like, whoa, exactly. Yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I just wanted to touch on that real quick. Um, but I don't know. The Leafs look good. Yep. Who, real quick, I guess, mm-hmm. trade deadline. Who's someone that the Leafs are obviously going to be buying? Kyle Dupes is going to be buying at the deadline. Who's a guy you're looking to target? Everybody wants Josh Manson, so it won't be Josh Manson. <laughs> I've heard that, yeah. I saw someone throw Mark Giordano. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. The thing, though, like, Reunite that's, him where, Brody. <laughs> that's where. Oh, that'd be. Mm. Uh, that's the thing, though, of like, Josh Manson doesn't have term, he's a UFA. The other option is Damon Severson. I think the value for him is real low right now. <laughs> and he has an extra made year. It low. Yeah, and he has the extra year. If I'm being honest, I think he might be. Or the Leafs go to target. Um, I don't know if Anaheim and Josh Manson, that's I know, I don't everybody's that guy. I don't think that that's the Leafs guy. Manson has not been very good. I know, that's why, like, I don't. For a little while. Yeah, yeah. He was really good like three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. He's not that same player. Like, who's this year's Nick Jensen? Like, the Capitals picked him up, and he just went from the sixth guy to, like, the fourth guy and played really well. And they gave him All the over Shillington. Yeah, like, who is that this year? <laughs> I think that's where the Leafs will end up going. 
with term too. You probably want someone to replace Justin Hall is where I'd be leaning. But they might okay already with, have that guy like, in Rasmus Sandin. Yeah, I'd be okay with a big package. Send out Hall or Dermot. I could see, like, do the Kings have anybody? Well, the Kings are in the playoffs right now, so it's going to be tough that to way. grab players. That seems yeah. to be a thing where the Leafs, at least earlier in the season, the Kings wanted one of Dermot or Hall, and there wasn't a trade there, so I wonder if they can revisit that. Sean Jersey would be nice. Yep. Yep, he would have been. He looks, he, he looks good, eh? For the yeah, games. it looks a lot better than I think anybody expected, but like mm-hmm. necessary evil. Yeah, you got Muzzin. Yeah, you got Jake Muzzin. I'm not mad. Uh, Thomas, do you have any thoughts while uh, I try to pull up the Kings roster? Well, like honestly, like I know defense is a big priority here and it's not something, it's something we need to upgrade. But, like I, I keep saying, we need that depth piece on forward. Look at, like, Look at last year. We scored all these goals, playoffs. What's going to happen versus Florida, Tampa, Boston? That's going to the same results going to happen. We need to score goals from our depth position. Uh, we're starting to do it now, but New Jersey helps us with that problem. I mean, like Spezzo is scoring, McKay was scoring, like that, that helps. But ultimately, I think we need like a really good depth scoring piece. You know what I would love? Mason Marchment. No, no, go to Seattle. Oh. You grab Giordano and Jared McCann, the former Toronto Maple Leaf, but that is going to be a haul, so I don't know about that. But dude, that'd be wild. Will it be a Justin Hall? I, I think I think he would, you know, make that trade go through just because how good he is. So gets to play McDavid six times a year. I think that works. He's good against McDavid for some <laughs> reason, and nobody else. Move on to the Flames. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been on a pretty good run as of late. They've won six of their last eight. Um, heading into the All-Star break. It beat Arizona last night. They threw up 50 shots. After the first, they had 26 shots. And Carol Vimelka was like, ha. And I was like, this is how Leaf fans felt. Yep, exactly. In that game. The, the Flames had, had two goals. Leafs didn't. The Leafs had zero on 22 in the first, I wanted to say. The Flames ended up scoring twice. Last night was an absolute Johnny Gaudreau clinic. And I understand it's the it's the Coyotes, and I understand the Coyotes aren't very good. But holy, this dude was flying. He made at least three passes to Lindholm, like in the first. That Lindholm could have had four goals in the first period, <laughs> and Vimelka made all the saves. He made even another play in the second. I don't know if you guys saw it. He did like a Zegras, or he almost did a Michigan, but like. He didn't, like, pick the puck up. He was, like, flicking it on his stick. And then he flicked it over the net, and then he batted it. And I don't even think Vimelka saw it, and it went wide. I'm pretty sure Spin Checklist posted it. So, like, if you want to see it, just, like, go check it out. It was I didn't wild. see that. It was insane. I was, like, sitting in my room. I'm like, what the fuck did he just do? And I was like, if he had scored, that would have been, like, goal of the year. It was insane. Um, but he was ripping around out there last night. Chris Tanev had four points last night. Good old Chris Tanev. Had a huge game. Um, but even that game against Dallas was nuts. I don't know if you guys saw it. I think Thomas might have saw it. No, I, I got updates because I have Ottinger and he stunk the bed in the third period. Yeah, like it, so the, if the Flames were down 3-1 with about five minutes left and they scored three goals in the in the last five minutes of the game, all our showing team came out of the box. And what a play, like, between him, Lindholm, and Anderson – there was about six passes in about two seconds. That was sick. And Shillington, like, shout out all over Shillington, man. The guys played really, really well. 
just solid. He had another assist last night. He's been an absolute monster back there. It's crazy how he went from playing eight games last year, and now he's like solidified himself as a top four defenseman. It's wild. Um, the games last week against Columbus and St. Louis were nuts. Absolutely insane. I'm glad um, you beat St. Louis. Me too. Nice. And then they lost to St. Louis. But it wasn't Bennington. It was Vili Husso who still somehow has like a 941 save percentage in 15 games this year. I'll never understand that. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I can take away from these games is this team still has trouble putting the puck in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. And they need another top six forward. Like, dearly. They got Brett Ritchie playing in their top nine right now. And yeah, just, fire him uh, to the sun, please. Cut it. I've, been, I've been saying that for a year. This guy sucks. Guy doesn't do it. Guy doesn't do anything. Um, and it's it's funny because they moved Ritchie up to the monaghan Dubé line, and they moved Lucic down to the Rosicka-Lewis line. And that fourth line, which I'm considering the third line because the Monaghan line is basically playing fourth-line minutes, They've been good. Like, Adam Rzichka has come in here and played some really solid hockey, which is rare for a Daryl Sutter coach team mm. for a young guy, a rookie, to come in and gain the trust of Daryl Sutter. Mm. It's just the way Sutter is, unfortunately. We, he's a dinosaur in that, in that sense. But Rzichka's come in. He's taken a spot away from Brad Richardson, which, thank God, because Brad Richardson is awful. Um, and he's played really well. He's been really solid down the middle. Every game he looks a little bit better, which is nice to see. I really hope Matthew Phillips gets a chance at some point here, but he's a little dude. He's like smaller than Gaudreau, so I doubt it. Mm. Um, but no, they really, really need another top six forward. And until Dallas totally falls out of it, I don't think they're going to be trading Joe Pavelski. But man, Joe Pavelski would be. That would be a an good absolutely one. unbelievable on, ad because not only is he really good, he's like 37. Daryl Sutter loves his veteran guys. <laughs> he loves his Pacific. But the difference veterans. is Joe Pavelski's freaking great. Yeah. On that, Russo, that, you said something like, uh, when you played Dallas about their top line. Unbelievable. Really, really good. So good. Jason Robertson, Rupe Hintz, Joe Pavelski have been yeah. murderers this year. Which is wild to say, like, Ben and Sagan are not their top line. Well, it's been like that for a few years now. They haven't been. Yeah. They fell off a cliff, man. As soon as those contracts were signed, it was like a year later. Rupe Hintz, man. That dude is ridiculous. Jason Robertson, too. And Jason Robertson is going to get paid this summer, man. Almost made it to the All-Star game. Almost made it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that line, like, they were going head-to-head against the Gaudreau line, and it was like um, it was like the two best lines in the NHL going head-to-head, and it was a good matchup. Like, that line, man, they like, – Jason Robertson is so good. This, how this guy fell to the second round back in 2017, I'll never know. Nick, but, please follow in those footsteps. Yeah, well, I, see, like, I beg of you. <laughs> Jason Robertson is what every Leaf fan thinks Nick Robertson is. <laughs> in all fairness, we don't fair. know what Nick Robertson is because he's playing his like first game in like two years tonight. <laughs> yeah, he gets injured a lot, eh? Yeah. It's not yeah, even no, gets but... injured. He just gets injured and he's out for six months. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like no fault of his own. It's like 
you okay, know, some, skill. <laughs> yeah, like some players are like prone to some injuries, like groin injuries, right? This dude's just like, well, I, <laughs> I took a weird hit and broke my leg. All right. Yeah. See you, Nick. We'll see you at training camp. Yeah. See you, man. Like Jason Robertson has. <laughs> we'll try 41, harder next year. Like Jason Robertson has forty-one points in thirty-five games. Yeah, he's insane. He's, re- he's so God. good. Yeah. And Pavelski's over point per game. I think Rupe Hints is just under a point per game. Yeah, it's it, like I said, it's a it's a murderer line. Like they, it, the depth on Dallas, it isn't very good outside mm-hmm. of that line. Like Garyanov, man, I really thought Darius Garyanov was gonna have like a massive breakout year, and mm-hmm. he has nineteen yeah, points in thirty nine games. That. He only has six goals. I thought after the bubble, I was like, okay, like Dennis Garyanov is gonna pop, mm-hmm. and he just hasn't. Radulov only has two goals. Good thing his oh, contract's oh. up this year. It's oh my! It's already been five years since he signed that. Hey? So that money's going straight to Pavelski. Yeah, and, and Jason Robertson. Yeah. Jason Robertson's an RFA. Yeah, it's tough times in Dallas. They don't look great, but and they're all calling for Rick Bonus's head. Really? Which, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, too many third period collapses. Is what I've been seeing. They had that one against St. Louis not too long ago. Yep, that was they, thirty seconds. Close, scored yeah. like yeah, they scored like two goals in the last thirty seconds. The mm-hmm. Flames almost kind of did the same thing, but no. And then I I do wonder about John Klingberg, what they're going to do with him. I imagine they're going to move him. Dallas is such a an UFA interesting very team that nobody back. cares about. I know, right? Yeah, they got some really good players, and they got like a lot of like uncertainty there. Like I wonder what happens yeah. with Pavelski. If Dallas starts losing, he's going to be like a massive guy that a lot of teams I think would target. Because if you want to re-sign him in the offseason, you trade him and then you just try and convince him to re-sign. Right. Yeah. There's always a chance there, right? So, but anyway, the Flames look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After that talk about Dallas, they, they do look good. And uh, they, their next game is a huge one, which is um, next Wednesday. They play Vegas. Mm. Absolutely huge game. And then they get the Leafs on the next night. So we got a little burning leaf rivalry there. Um, last thing before we move on from the Flames is they got to rest Jacob Marsham. Mm-hmm. He plays every game. Dan Vladar hasn't started a game since they played Carolina like over a month ago. <laughs> and you thought the Leafs with Jack Campbell was bad. Oh, oh, I know what's going on with Marsham is bad. And look, Sutter has been known to play his goalies a lot. With Kipper, he was able to do it. Kipper was a different animal. He was a different and beast. In all fairness, a lot of games Markstrom starts, this dude's facing like 16 shots, 22 shots. Yeah, he's not – like that like, was, I think, a, the argument. It's not a heavy when, workload. Yeah, like when they played um, – was it – it was when they played Columbus-St. Louis on the back-to-back. He only faced like 20 shots in Columbus. They traveled to St. Louis. He plays in St. Louis. I can understand the reasoning. It's like, oh, he only faced – 22 shots, you know, he can play another game. But they played three and four. It was with travel. You got to give Dan Vladar some kind of – like, Vladar came in in the third against Dallas, and he only faced five shots, but he looked good in those five shots. Hey, he got the win. (laughs) He got the win. And then then even Daryl Sutter said, he's like, oh, our other guy hasn't won in a month. He hasn't played. And the two games you started him – was against Tampa Bay and Carolina. No shit he's going to lose. I love Daryl Sutter, but his old-time mentality is still there. 
and his lineup decisions, I do question. His philosophy, fantastic. One of the best coaches in the league. Lineup decisions? Okay. Anyway. Well, do you want to head off from, up to Edmonton? Yes. Evander Kane. This is great. Um, what do you, wait, wait. Don't be sarcastic there. So it is great. Look at him now. It is. Oh, I know. I know. It, He's actually great. He, he, him being a good player was never in the question. We all knew he was a good player. He had a really good year in San Jose last year. Really good year. I think he led their team in scoring, did he not? Yeah, I think so. Scored yeah. almost 30 goals. By a wide margin. Yeah. Um, and he, I don't know. I, I, he scored again last night against the Capitals. And he got ran twice. Did he? Yeah. I don't know if you saw Garnet yeah. Hathaway put him over the bench. Hmm. I think Orlov got him good. I don't know. It's a. Uh, it makes them a deeper team. It's weird to say that one player does it for them, but they throw Kane on the top line. They move Nugent Hopkins and Hyman down. All of a sudden, now you're three lines deep, mm-hmm. which is kind of a scary thought. It, it helps. Yeah, a three um, line, three except, line on a team with McDavid Dreisaitl is pretty good. Except for the fact that on their third line, it's still Zach Cassian. But I don't know. They, they blew that lead to the Caps last night, and I was like, this is great. This is great. Keep going. And then, and then they scored. proceed to reverse that and win. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I I see a lot of people saying, ah, the Oilers needed a goalie, they needed a defenseman, and they sent a winger. Yeah, but they needed, like, it's a free trade deadline acquisition for them. Now they don't have Pretty to much. use picks <laughs> to trade for a good, better player. But Evander Kane, and like, like you said, Russo, it wasn't a question that he wasn't a good player. It was the off-ice stuff that made him a bad player. And yeah, I, now he's. I don't know. Did you guys see his interview with Kayla Gray on I TSN? Did. That was awful. Like when he what he said with Jeff O'Neill. I'm like, dude, you you clear you have not learned. Like he, he was learned. in the wrong there, correct? Yes. To say right? like he was basically saying he wanted to fight him. And even like it, my favorite part of it is like you look at Kayla Gray's face and she's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, <laughs> "What are you on about, man?" She's like, you wish Jeff O'Neill was in the NHL today. He's like, yeah, no question. Like, you haven't learned. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it's just. Like, I know I listen to Overdrive almost every day. I know O-Dog says, like, dumb stuff. I love O-Dog, but though. is he wrong? No. No. Uh, for him, okay. You can't really. Co- both, yeah, I get that. I yeah, think yeah. they're both in the wrong. Like, for O-Dog yeah, to sure. say, like, you have to be a better father, I think is a little crossing the line like dude like you didn't have to say that that's true just say you you didn't have to but then to then but then for Kane to be like oh yeah I wish he was in the NHL it's like dude just say you didn't like it that's all you had to say could have said it was gross you could have said it was wrong you didn't have to say like I wish he was in the NHL today he hasn't learned he hasn't learned no, and and it's funny that we talk about that because I, I saw a meme last night. It said it was like the NHL every day, and it's like a dude holding like a sign, and it was like um, it, it was like a Photoshop, and it's like zero days since NHL nonsense. And it was the guy <laughs> holding the sign because it was after the Blackhawks thing last night. That was absolutely embarrassing. Oh, yeah, it's literally been zero days. Yeah, so like I don't know. It's this league still sucks <laughs> very clearly. 
No, Russo, come on. So, they have Machine Gun Kelly going to the All-Star game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I'm actually excited I, for the All-Star game. Some of those events kind of look like, cool. Hey, they, Zegers is going. Yeah. Yeah. Which they finally did the thing that Tom was talking about. They brought players that are exciting that aren't part yep. of the game to do the competition. <laughs> and like just the one. blackjack thing just one. <laughs> at the game, that's going to be so That fun. looks sick. I hope that's so good. I hope that's so good. In the fountains uh, at the Bellagio, I hope that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah so, so they so got – so, so Zegers is going to do the breakaway challenge, which I thank God. And then they got Captain America's going, yeah. <laughs> Tom doesn't yes. – Tom, I don't think, watches Captain America. Was that the dude with the really long hair and the yeah yeah why uh, Russell why why Russell yeah. he he played Captain America and Falcon and the Winter Soldier was well, he playing in net so Ooh. is that what he's doing yeah, he's oh. a goalie oh buddy I hope someone takes a fucking bomb and he tries to rip <laughs> it over let, his shoulder they should let Zegris since like we have this here and he did the Michigan against the Habs uh, and that was the note that we were hitting on but we're off mm-hmm. topic yeah they should let him be able to do the Michigan in the breakaway challenge, they should let him go behind the net. Well, in the past, you were able to. In the past, you were able to in yeah. the breakaway challenge. Yeah, I'll just let him do so it. So this breakaway challenge, is it a shootout or is it like... Yes. Remember oh, it's the old challenge? breakaway challenge. So is that the one like from like back in the day where yeah. it was like the judges would like score it or like it would be a fan vote? Okay, yeah. I'm so certain it's that. Yep. So he can do whatever he wants. He can go behind the net. I remember yep. there was like that... I remember Kovalev did one like way back when. He went behind the net. Hit. Oh no! It might have been Ryan Getzlaff, where he like kicked it over the net and they tried to bat it in. It was years ago. I remember dumb shit like that. But no, it, I'm glad they're bringing Zegers and Ovi's not going. Tom Wilson is replacing him. <laughs> like out of all guys, like uh, Tom Wilson. Like you had Panarin and Zibanejad yeah. sitting there, and you know, it's whatever. yeah. Um, like it's it, one from yeah, every team. We're going. I know, but they have Guznetsov going. Uh, Oh, Tom wait, Wilson. yeah, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, because that's going. And then Pavelski is replacing um, Nate McKinnon as captain. And I forgot Giroux's who's the captain for. now. Giroux's the captain for the Metro. Mm-hmm. Pavelski's captain okay. for the Central. Yeah, it, it's going to be weird. Like, Tom Wilson, I feel like they just did it. They were like, oh, we're going to fuck with people. Yeah, like what is his? What is he gonna be doing? (laughs) Uh, Hardest shot, maybe I don't know. Fighting head. (laughs) I would love to see that actually. Is he just gonna be the bodyguard whenever they need to go out on the strip? (laughs) Is that his job? I I also saw like I think they said you know how like every year Ovi doesn't go to the All Star game. He's like I'm just not going, guys. Think I've had enough. This year it's like because he's in COVID protocol, and I saw like a meme of like someone like coloring in like an extra strip on the rapid test yeah and i was like hey guys this is my way out without getting suspended (laughs) (laughs) we still missed a game though so i don't think that was it we would have found out after yeah five days from that point yeah yeah but ov just like he's never wanted to go to all-star games so it uh it is what it is that he's gonna be missed i always love having ov there he's always always puts on a show speaking of Um, all-stars real quick did you guys see kale mccarr's empty net goal no. Yeah. No. I didn't. Um, so I have a question. Who's the better quarterback, Patrick Mahomes or Kale McCarr? Because Kale, Kale McCarr because Patrick Mahomes chokes. Kale McCarr airmailed it from in front of his own net, went top shelf. No. On the empty net. Almost oh, hit the Jumbotron. He's so good. He so airmailed it all the way top shelf. Who was this against? Was it Chicago? Okay, I'm going to go back and watch that after. I think it might that have. Because that sounds like a hell of a time. 
Okay, well, we're going to do our Olympic segment here. It's the first time for us doing this. We hope that Joe would have joined us for this. Obviously, schedules didn't align. But, uh, yeah, this is our third draft. Olympics is the first time we thought NHL players were going to go. They're not going, but we're going to do it anyway. So I believe the format we're doing is three forwards, two defensemen, one goalie duo. Uh, so that's all the goalies in the tandem. Whatever goalie plays, you're going to get the points, the wins, loss, shutout, whatever they get. And then we're going to do two extra forwards of choice. So that's either a defenseman or a forward. Uh, for that so the first overall pick goes to Russo second overall pick to Tom then me and then we go snake so I get two picks and we go right back up so yeah without further ado Russo you are on the Olympic 2022 Beijing clock all right well this isn't going to be easy no we don't really know many of these players we know a handful we know a good amount of them but it's going to be tough let's be honest my uh, yeah, basically. Um, but going Russia won the last time. It's true. Um, Pavel Datsuk was there. Ilya yeah. Kovalchuk was there. They had a good team. Kirill Kaprizov was there. I'm going to go with a guy who was on that team. Hopefully he fares better than he did in his NHL career. His short one. I'm going to go with Nikita Gusev. Yeah, he was great in the Olympics last time. Uh, I'll go with Nikita Gusev. Just Solid pick. That Solid. is Solid. A- Solid, solid, solid pick. Now, I have to buy time so I can look at who is on here. Because if I'm being honest, I'm not even done the snake draft. Uh, let's see. Who is on the Russian team? Russia always likes to go with weird players. Uh, it'll take me an extra second to realize who any of these guys are. <laughs> so, just for that alone, I will go with Eric Stahl. So I'll pick the captain of Team Canada. As Thomas said, Big Dad. Oh no, wait, that's Jordan. No, that, that, that's his bro. Come on, don't get it. That's don't Big Daddy Jordan Saul. <laughs> Habs legend Eric Saul. All okay. right. So I guess I'm on the clock here, and then I we work our way back up. So I get back to back here. Yes. I am going to go to the Czech Republic, and Ooh. it's probably the most the longest player to spend his time in the NHL without these Russian going to KHL or leaving. It's probably the longest tenured player in this tournament in the NHL. He's 35 years old. He plays for the Czech Republic. It is David Krejci, the captain. Oh, oh my Czech God. Republic. I didn't I even told, realize I, he was there. Neither yeah. did I. And I looked at all the rosters before we started. Oh my God. David Krejci. I got to go. With I him. totally forgot. Not even, thing. That's not even fair. That, that dude's still like an NHL team. I know. That's He's what I mean. Like right? Really good. Yeah. Uh, so Thomas might have just had like the best pick in the draft. No, no, we're not going to do that again because we know what happens after that. Um, <laughs> all right, so I got next pick. I am yep. going to look. I will go Team Canada. Okay. And I'm going to select. There's not much <laughs> options here. Uh, I'll go with the first defense, and I'll go with Owen Power. Ooh, oh, he did good. He did well for you in our short. Yeah, so, yeah, You're yeah. going with that. Got to go with old reliable. Okay. You know, I'm going to assume he's not going to put up like a power play hat trick in his first game. <laughs> Same. So. Yeah. Um, so I am going, that. I'm going back to back here. Yes, My but you're missing feeling, a pick. You're mi- tell me who you're going to pick. So I I'm, can pick him because it's my pick. Oh, crap. It's your pick. My bad. I totally forgot. You went I should have okay, let ahead. you run with that. Oh, you should have. For me. And this is going to be kind of a weird one. I'm going to go Shipachov that had the little stint with Vegas. Yeah. Yes. 
I'm going to go with Vladimir Shipachev. Damn it. That's who I was going to take. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Vladimir well, Shipachev. Yeah. So go for All right. it. Yeah, so that means I'm next up on the clock here. Um, I get two picks in a row. And my gut feeling is always to go just right back to Russia because I think they're just going to fucking dominate everywhere. Everywhere. And there are lots of Flames legends here. Nikita Nesterov, Alex Yellison, like we said, Joachim Nordstrom. Michael Frolik is going to the Olympics. I love that for him. Um, I just don't know how good like certain teams are going to be. I know. Like, like we can say we can make fun of Corbinian Holzer this whole time, but he might go out and throw up a point per game. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Hey, he gets to play China. So there's at least a couple of points there. Yeah. In saying that, I'm going to stick with a guy who played in the NHL. He was actually a pretty goddamn good NHLer for a little while. Um, I'm going to go with a defenseman from Sweden or Finland, and that's going to be Sammy Vatnin. Um, Excuse me? He's yes. here? I yeah, he is here. Just went over that. Yeah. So Sammy Vatnin, he's a. Uh, he was a good offensive defenseman um, in his time in um, in the NHL, and we'll see what he can do at the Olympics. For my next pick, I don't know how much playing time he's going to get, but hopefully it's a lot because he's a damn good young player. Um, I'm going to go for my first Canadian. I'm going to take Mason McTavish of the Anaheim um, Ducks. So we'll go with him. Because hopefully he gets a lot of playing time because he's a damn good player. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Mason McTavish is who was my – because he, he did well for Thomas in the World Juniors. Or who, who I don't even know. No, Tom had him. I, I had Tom him, Adam. yeah. Uh, speaking of me, let's see here. Uh, I already got Eric Stahl. I've been sold. Carbinian Holzer. <laughs> <laughs> how how sold are you on that one? Out of Zero. Zero. I'll give Tom credit. That's funny. I genuinely don't even think he's like top four for them. That's um, okay. That's a, it's a good pick. I like it. Chance you take, man. All right. All right, Thomas, you're up two two back to back. So with my first pick, I'm going to take a forward from Russia, Mikhail Grigorenko. Ooh, Ooh, he was he was he was good back in the day. You know, he was, he, he was like a decent NHL player. Yeah. And then my next pick, I'm going to take a former player. In the NHL, also Russian. He could have been so good if he didn't do the off-ice stuff. Uh, Slava Voinov from Team Ooh. Russia. Ooh. Yeah, he could have been very good. <laughs> he, he was pretty good, but he was just a piece of shit. Yep. So hopefully he's a piece of shit on the ice for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You do? Okay, sure. All right, Tom, we're back up on the clock. I'm going with Artem Anisimov. There's zero relation Ooh. there. But, you know... Fairly out of the NHL. And he was good. And he was pretty good. Uh, those, remember those years he played with Patrick Kane? Yeah. Like, good on the Blackhawks. All right when he went to uh, Ottawa. I kind of don't know why he just didn't work out there. I think that's more of an Ottawa thing. But yeah. So, I'm going to take a defenseman. I'm going to take Flames Legend because this guy – in the KHL on defense, he actually does pretty good. Um, I'm going to take Nikita Nesterov. Never thought, I would have, never thought I would take Nikita Nesterov in a fantasy draft. But here we are. He, he, it's actually funny because in the, in the KHL, he actually does quite well. 
for my next pick. You know what? Screw it. We're going to go back to Finland. <laughs> I'm going to take another Flames legend. I'm going to take Marcus Granlund. I'm so angry at you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you could see it, but I have him right there. He he was like a decent NHLer. He wasn't great, but hey, he's playing the Olympics now, so good for him. Let's see. We're gonna go. We're gonna stick with Finland. Or what does Sweden have to offer? Damn it, nothing. Joachim Nordstrom. I think we're gonna have to go back to Russia, boys. <laughs> when in doubt, go back to the Russians. Now I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do we have to fill out our like three forwards, two D? And a goalie before we go to extra skaters? Yes. I'm saying no to that because I don't know well, anybody here. And I think as long as you just pick somebody. Yeah, I'm going to say no to that okay. too. Yeah. Oh, because in the last draft we did, that's what happened. Yeah, but I like at Thomas least we kind of knew what was going on. Okay, fine. We're a week out and we still don't know, like, hey, <laughs> these players might <laughs> All not right, Yeah, then it's fine. Go for it then. Anton Slepichev. Hey, Oilers legend, Anton Slepichev. You know, I was looking. I was looking between Marcus Kruger and Anton Slepichev. So I'm gonna go to back-to-back picks. It doesn't really matter where I really go to, but I'm gonna go to the U.S. and I'm gonna take Matty Beniers. Ooh, because I think Ooh. he'll do okay. fairly well. Ooh. And then I'm gonna go to Sweden. I'm gonna take Lucas Walmark. Ooh, Carolina Hurricanes legend. Yeah. And Florida Panthers legend. Lucas Jacob Delarose is on Sweden. One in doubt, go to Finland. Miko. Oh, the Finnish uh, you know Bobby what? Orr. That's, Finnish? That's, that's, a, that's a good pick because like Nesterov in Europe, he rips it up. He rips it up. And hey, like, honestly, he played pretty well in Columbus. Yeah. When he got moved Did on he? from the Leafs. I don't remember. I didn't watch him. Played all right. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the first goalie duo. Because no one's taking goalies yet. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea how any of these goalies are ever going to play. But I'm going to go with the, with the tournament favorite. I'm going to go with the Russian duo in net. I don't know who any of them are. <laughs> but just because the Russians are probably the favorites heading into the tournament, I will take them. So hopefully it's better than the World Juniors because their goalies were awful. Um, yeah, so I'll take the Russian duo in net. And then I just have two picks left. I'm going to take this one might be a little bit off the board, but he's being hyped up as a very promising prospect for the upcoming draft. I just have to find the team he's on because I did see it. Oh, I'm going to go to Slovakia. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Simone, Simone Nemec of the Slovakians. That's a really good pick. He's been very good. Over in, I don't know where he's playing, but I see everyone, all these prospect people that I follow are like hyping this guy up. So, Simone Nemec. Is he the Slovak that plays in Finland? Possibly. You would probably have to look that up. We are going to go. really don't like being on the clock here. I'm not not prepared at all for this. We're just going to go with Canadian goalies. That's okay. Devin Levi, I wonder if he's going to play. He's been great this year. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Sweden goalies. And then I have one more extra forward mm-hmm. or whatever player I decide to pick. You know what? Maybe we need a duo with Krejci because I only have one uh, Czech player. Yeah, no, I'll go with uh, 
Froyo. I'll go Michael Froelich. Hey, my last player. I like that pick. Originally part of the 3M line, Michael Froelich. Okay, so that means that I have a pick. I'm looking at my roster here. I forgot to add somebody to it. Um, did anybody pick up Tobias Reader? No. Another Flames legend, Tobias Reader. Tobias Reader is my final pick. Hey, if he had just scored 10 to 12 goals, the Oilers would be in the playoffs. Actually, can I revoke that for Leo Camaro? Sure. Leo. You can take Leo. You can take Leo. Legend. There we go. Mm. Russo, finish us off, buddy. All right. Because this is just more of a fun draft, I'm going to end it off <laughs> with another Flames legend. This guy didn't play many games for the Flames. I think he only played maybe four or five, maybe a few more. Going with the man from China, Spencer Fu. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's the pick of the draft. Pick Spencer of the Fu, draft. We're going to take him. Because, like I said, in this one, we're having fun with it. Spencer Fu. He's actually not bad in the KHL. I think he's actually doing like pretty decent. And it was between him and it was between Brandon Yip. I actually like Brandon Yip's a pretty funny guy. I like Brandon Yip. Um, but you can never go wrong with a Flames legend in Spencer Fu. So, um, <laughs> so, so that's the draft. Um, the points breakdown goes as so a goal is two points and assist is one point. A power play point is plus one point, so it would be like the goal plus a power play point. A goalie win is two points. A goalie shutout is plus one point. Um, I know we said we have a must have a minimum of one center. I couldn't even tell you what position some of these Yeah, no, that's play. just scrapped. Like, I, I think I – like McTavish Mason, and Granlin, I believe, are center. Yeah, Krejci I think they're sure. centers. Krejci's Stahl. a center and Stahl's a center. Okay, so we all have a center. Um, and we did each have two extra skaters. So, to go over the teams again real quick – on Team Tom, we got Eric Stahl, Vadim Shepachev, Artem Anisimov, Corbinian Holzer, Biko Letnin, Anton Slepachev, Lil Komarov, and the goalie duo of the Canada goalies. Um, for T- Team Thomas, David Krejci, Mikhail Grigorenko, Matthew Benares, Owen Power, Slava Voinov, Lucas Wolmark, Michael Froelich, and the Swedish duo in net. And for my team, Team Russo, Nikita Gusev, Mason McTavish, Marcus Granlin, Sammy Vatnin, Nikita Nesterov, Simone Nemec, Spencer Fu, and the Russian duo in that or trio. We might get the third goalies in this tournament. <laughs> Who knows? We might get there. Um, but that's it for the draft. Before we get going, do we have a prediction Russia. on who will win? Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Do, I'm gonna, Thomas, I'm gonna, do you have a prediction on who's going to win gold? I'm going to counter with that. I'm going to say Team Canada. They're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what? I know I took a lot of Russians, but I'm going to go with Thomas. I hope the Canadians win. Russia, there's, they're going to be a tough out, but uh, hopefully we'll see Eric Stahl just have one last Hoover. heroic go. Yeah. Heroic go. So um, I know it was a little longer today. The draft did take a little bit longer, but that's okay. Um, but I don't know. Do you guys have anything left to add, or is that it for today? Carbinian Holzer, please, for the love of God, get <laughs> me a point. Carbinian um, Holzer might be the only guy in the entire pool that doesn't get a point. He might be. Uh, know, Spencer Fu might not either, though, because China's just bad. I mean, China. <laughs> someone, we didn't take Marty Marincin, but when that guy puts on the Slovakian uniform, he goes off. 
I completely forgot. That's who I wanted to. Damn it. Oh well. Anyway. Oh. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So the I don't know when the men's tournament starts. The five days or something. Yeah. It is? I okay, believe well, it's the tenth. We will. We're gonna keep track of the scores. Um. And this will be a fun one. I have no idea what's gonna happen, but it's gonna be fun. Um, so, as always, thank you all for listening in. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Burning Leaf Pod. And for this one, we will see you next time. Have a good one.